Hello, everyone. I'm Lydia Shampole, and welcome to another episode of the Creepy Tech Podcast. This week, we are going to do a quick dive into Grandonautica. So, 10 years ago, none of us would have ever thought that there would come a day where we would be on government recommended lockdown stuck in our homes, and a little afraid to venture out into the world. When 2020 rolled around, this soon became the reality that we lived in. During this first year, an app started popping up over socials, Randonautica. This app is aimed to fill the need for adventure and exploration. Let's jump right in. So Randonautica is an app that uses quantum randomness to send you on adventures to places where you have never been. The app itself has been around since 2020, and it gained major popularity during the initial lockdown. I think they'd call that a perfect combination of events. According to their website, Randonautica is a tool created to enhance the human experience with novelty by mindfully exploring the world, the interconnectivity of the universe, and to test the hypothesis that human consciousness can influence the distribution of random numbers through mind-matter interaction also known as MMI. Their website explains that the app was created based on the theories from an earlier project named The Phantom Project. Based on what I found, it sounds like The Phantom Project was actually a bot that Joshua Langfelder stumbled onto in a Telegram chat group back in early 2019. What interested him about the project was the idea that random exploration could break people out of their predetermined realities and how people could influence random outcomes with their minds. So he quickly put together his own project using the Phantom Project code. And a bit later, Simon Nishi McCorkendale, a developer, created a website for the project. An app was then made, and as soon as it hit social media, it took off. The application itself has one goal, really. And that goal is to get you out of your regular day-to-day routine so that you can find excitement and adventure that may lead you down a path previously impossible under the constraints of your regular routine. And as the official website states, Randonautica presents an adventurous opportunity to do this by generating truly random locations sourced with quantum entropy, all the while testing your ability to influence matter using thoughts, energy, technology, and the world just outside your doorstep. After hearing this, it's only fair to wonder if there's any science behind how it actually works. And the main takeaways are that, yes, the way in which the application determines random coordinates to send you to is based on some scientific and mathematical foundations and theories. For example, consciousness, Sierpinski's triangles, chaos theory, and deterministic laws. But it also bases its function on some physiological human behaviors and phenomena. I'd like you to keep in mind that Joshua also states that there is a bit of fantasy and imagination that has influenced the application as well. I'm not going to really dive into these theories and all of the mathematical stuff going on behind the app, but if you are interested in reading up on it, The Randonautica website provides an in-depth explanation of exactly how each individual principle, theory, or phenomena influence the creation of the app. They also provide their sources of information. I will warn you, try not to start this dive into this if you have something that you absolutely need to finish working on. 
The sources, explanation, and imaginative work are super interesting, and it's pretty easy to lose track of time once you slip down the rabbit hole. Anyway, the basic process of using the application is as follows. Number one, download the application from the App Store. Two, you set your desired radius. So you actually get to select the length of the trip and whether you want to walk, bike, or drive to the destination. Three, uh, you select the type of GPS point that you want to generate. These are called anomalies. This is one of the more layered aspects of the application where it plays into imagination but also into the science side of things. And there are four options for anomalies that you can actually select from. The first one being attractors. So these are random points that are densely clustered within the radius that you selected. The second one is called voids. These are random points that have very low density, also within your selected radius. Essentially meaning that you are selecting a random point that doesn't have as many other points within its vicinity. Finally, you get to select the power, essentially meaning that the random point with the highest amount of either attractors or void factors around it so this would be the most anomalous point of either the attractors or the void anomalies within your desired radius. There is one other anomaly that does exist, and that's called like a blind spot. This is just a random point, basically a point that is neither an attractor, densely clustered, or a void, which is low density. And when you do select this one, then you truly get just a random set of coordinates. You can also select a theme or intention for your trip. So maybe you have a specific question that you're searching for an answer for, or you have something on your mind that's been bothering you. The idea is to set an intention for your trip so that the events can unfold, providing you a resulting answer, resolution, or solution, or just like closure in some cases. You can also choose not to select a theme or intention. Uh, this will give you the most truly random version of an adventure based on the app. So last of all, the Randonautica website states that you can share your experience with others via either the application or by sharing on social media. And that is what a lot of people actually ended up doing that led to its popularity during the beginning of 2020 and then way through into the summer of 2020. There is one other important note on the website. It outlines some recommendations for responsible use of their application, and these tips include 1. Never ever trespass into private property. 2. Stay totally clear of dangerous areas. 3. Only adventure during the day. 4. Leave the environment better off than when you arrived. 5. Always randonaut with a charged phone. 6. Keep a positive mindset. Seven, go on a journey with a friend or a small group. Eight, do not venture into areas outside of your comfort zone. Nine, always use common sense when it comes to personal physical limitations. And then 10, enjoy the whole journey, not just the point. So as I was reading through these, I, I realized that they're just, they're pretty reasonable and justified recommendations and or rules, if you could call them that. And based on that, I felt like the application actually truly captures a more human aspect of life than most other apps. Randonautica is essentially a game. It's an escape from reality. It's a way of escaping the pressures of everyday life and finding new places, new people, and even yourself. It's almost creating a way to take the decision-making 
out of the bubbles that we have created for ourselves. I think it's safe to assume that most of us have a fear of not only trying new things, but also embarrassing ourselves. I think this is largely influenced by the fact that the internet is very unforgiving, right? And technology is very unforgiving. So in the back of our minds, we constantly censor our excitement and our sense of adventure simply because we know that, oh, if I do something embarrassing or try and fail at something and it ends up making its way online, then that version of me will exist online in perpetuity. We no longer get the grace of failing or embarrassing ourselves within our small circles. Randonautica essentially allows you to let something outside of yourself Make a decision that breaks you out of your regular monotonous daily routine. It creates this opportunity for some pretty magical experiences to occur. Another reason that I think it taps into like the human aspect of life where most other apps don't really is that it kind of gamifies self-discovery as well as adventure. So when you use Randonautica, you actually get to experience the world based on rules that are not self-made. This creates a mindset that is more open where... Not only are you seeing the world through a new perspective, but you're also more observant, you're more courageous, and I think you're also a little bit more adventurous. I think it also helps you practice your imagination and your optimism skills. Additionally, the app itself helps you practice how to choose and set your mind on a specific intention or an outlook. And I think that's something that's very important. And more and more these days, I feel like we're forgetting how to do that just because we're not practicing it in our daily life. So all of this is pretty cool in my book. Now, on the other hand, I do have some concerns when it comes to things like safety, crime, and the parts of the underlying metaphysical aspects of life that we don't fully understand. First and foremost, safety. And this is covered in their recommendations for how to responsibly use the app. But I'm sure there are many users who either haven't read those recommendations or maybe they read them and then disregarded them immediately after reading them. My main concern is that depending on the age of the user, the importance of following these recommendations may not be clear or it may not rank that high in their decision making. Most 13 to 16 year olds simply don't see the potential risks or consequences that could arise from disregarding recommendations like these for a few reasons. I'm just going to narrow them down to two. So number one, if they haven't seen or heard anything wrong happening to someone as a result of not following the recommendations, then the possibility technically doesn't exist in their minds. And then number two, if they have seen an example, it's easy to assume that that specific case was an exception to the regular experience that actually occurs within the app. The phrase, yeah, but that was them and that would never happen to me, comes to mind. This first concern does lead me to my following two concerns, right? So crimes and meddling in things that we don't fully understand. In terms of crime, the news actually covered a few instances where the application led teens to crime scenes. While a majority of the time the application does take you on a beautiful, safe adventure, statistically speaking, the probability of ending up in a creepy or unsafe location, or worse yet, to the scene of a crime must exist as well. While I won't really dive into the specific circumstances of these particular cases. I have nevertheless provided those links as well, just in case you want to read them. Those are on the website. Additionally, I would like to state that it is strongly recommended that you avoid going to random locations by yourself. 
Just follow the recommendations stated earlier. Now, my last concern is probably something that's influenced by my culture, but also, I would say, my age. There are just certain things that I'm not willing to mess around with. One of those being the metaphysical aspects of our existence. Yes, I am fascinated by it, but I also have a healthy dose of reverence for it. Anyway, that is all I have for you this week. If you find information that you would love to share with me, as always, you can message me either by email, DM on socials, or you can actually leave me a voice message on the Creepy Tech Anchor page. As always, if you have a quick moment, head over to the Apple Podcast app and leave me a review. You can follow me on IG at tech underscore creepy and on Twitter at tech creepy. You can find the links I mentioned in this episode on my website, elshampole.com. All right, till next time. Creepy Tech Podcast. 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 Podcast.